invite you to listen with fresh ears to the Pentecost story in Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had come, all were gathered together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came like the sound of rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one of them heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and the residents of Mesopotamia? Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. Friends, this is the gift of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Come, Holy Spirit, heavenly dove, with all thy quickening power. Come shed abroad a Savior's love that it may kindle ours. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Why do you come to church? It's a holiday weekend. Most of your friends are at the beach or the lake or somewhere exotic, and you're here. And I would love to tell you that you are somehow better or more holy because you're here, but that's just not true. So why do you come to church? Maybe it's habit. Maybe you've got kids running around at home and by 11 o'clock you desperately need to leave the house. Maybe it's something to do on a Sunday morning. But I think it's more than that. I think most of us come to church for two reasons. To meet God and to meet other people. Some of you are here hoping to encounter the God of the universe, that holy that is beyond ourselves. Because the world out there is broken and our spirits need hope. And so we come here hoping that the God we know in Scripture will touch each of our hearts in some particular and meaningful way. 
We're here hoping that this Holy Spirit that will descend like a rush of wind will fill us with enough love and compassion and grace and kindness and strength and peace to send us back out into the world for another week and maybe, just maybe, to make that world a little bit better. And some of you are here because we need community. Maybe you're here because you're in your 20s or your 80s, but loneliness is a thing. Or maybe you're here because you're feeling overwhelmed by the responsibilities of work and family, and you know that you cannot go through life alone. We're here to meet people, to live into that adage that it takes a village, and so you come to church hoping maybe that these people will be part of your village. Why do you come to church? To meet God and to meet other people. Of course, we know that God is bigger than this place. And we know that there are lots more ways and places to meet people than coming to church on a Sunday morning. But even still, I am drawn back to this place week after week, not because I am paid to be here, but because something holy happens when you're here. Scripture in Acts today begins, when the Pentecost day had come, all were gathered together in one place. Three years ago this weekend, when the Pentecost day had come, I preached my first sermon as your pastor, alone, pre-recorded from the corner of my bedroom. We were in the thick of COVID and we couldn't physically be together. And so we watched worship on screens all over the city and the country and we passed the peace via text message and we celebrated with great joy that God's spirit is wild and free and can move among us in ways that are beyond our imagination and it was faithful and true. And there is nothing I wanted more that morning than to be here with you. Two weeks ago, Pastor Emma preached a brilliant sermon that reminded us of that same freedom in God. She named again the truth that we had sat with and wrestled with during COVID. Do you have to come to church to encounter God? No. God is bigger than our statues and our structures and our institutions. And she pointed to the way that Paul spoke of God's freedom and grace, arguing that God doesn't care whether you come to church. Your faithfulness is not measured by your attendance. And then we all awkward laughed together. Because those are the kind of truths that make us just a little bit nervous. Because of course your pastors want you to come to church. And for better or for worse, our livelihoods are tied up in your commitment to this place. But what she named was the heart of the gospel. By grace, you have been saved through faith and not your own works, lest you should boast, says Paul in Ephesians. You cannot earn God's love or grace through worship attendance or righteous acts, and God is bigger than any one church building or one institution, thanks be to God. But there's still something that draws us together on a Sunday morning. 
something we miss when we're stuck at home during a pandemic, something that calls us back into our sacred spaces, something that caused the psalmist to sing, I was glad when, the, the, when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Because what we know in our hearts and what those gathered in Jerusalem in this morning's Pentecost story now know is that sometimes, sometimes something holy happens when you're here. Something holy happens when all are gathered together in one place. In this morning's scripture from Acts 2, we find this crowd gathered in Jerusalem, and I've got to tell you that I've probably read this text a hundred times over the years. And with my overly Christian, overly church-loving lens, I have always taken for granted that this diverse crowd had gathered in one place. For years, I've skipped over why they were there, just grateful that they were. Because we know, when we read this text, that Jesus has risen and ascended, and God promised to send the Spirit, the Advocate, and it's easy to assume that those who had gathered in that space were there because they knew that was going to happen too. But the Jews who were gathered in Jerusalem were not there because they knew the Holy Spirit was going to descend with a violent wind and tongues of fire on the world's largest Rosetta Stone. This diverse crowd of Jews had gathered from all over the Mediterranean and come back to Jerusalem, their sacred city. They had come from all of the countries they had moved to during the diaspora back to Jerusalem, and they traveled not to celebrate the birthday of the church, but the Jewish festival Shavuot, the festival of weeks. And yet they were there for the same reason that we're here, to meet God and to meet each other in our rituals and festivals and worship. This multicultural, multilingual group of Jews in Jerusalem was there for the annual celebration of a harvest festival that begins 50 days after Passover hence the Greek Penta in Pentecost. It was a festival of remembering and blessing, where they brought the first fruits of the harvest in gratitude for the ways they had met God throughout history. For the ways God had shown up for them in the exodus from Egypt, for the ways God had shown up for them in the wilderness with fire and cloud and wind, sound familiar? when God gave Moses the commandments. This largely Jewish crowd had gathered in Jerusalem for a holy festival. They were there trying to be faithful. Acts 2 says that when the day of Pentecost had come, all were gathered together in one place. They didn't come expecting that the Holy Spirit was going to do something new. They were there because being the people of God gathered together matters, and remembering how God has shown up matters. I imagine for many of them this was not their first festival of the weeks. Many of them were perhaps expecting to go through the motions, but that day, that Pentecost, a giant wind filled the house and tongues of fire rested on each of them, and suddenly... 
despite coming from all of these different countries and speaking all these different languages, they understood how God had shown up for each of them in God's deeds of power. It was a remarkable moment. And it was possible because all of them had gathered together in one place. The crowd that gathered met God in conversation with one another. With their own voices, they were able to share how God was at work in their lives. With fresh ears, they were able to understand those diverse experiences. And with fresh eyes, they were able to see each other made in the image of God despite all their differences. Because they showed up that day, because they showed up for this annual ritual, God was able to do a new thing in them. The Holy Spirit, this wild and free Spirit of God, took the two reasons they gathered to meet God and meet each other and gave them one more, to meet God in each other. Sometimes something holy happens when you're here. When the crowd began trying to make sense of this holy moment, Peter stood up to speak. God bless Peter, he just can't help himself. And he stood up to preach an overly long sermon, but in it he reminded them that the prophets told them God would show up in this way. But more importantly, he said, the reasons you are here to meet God and each other have taken on a whole new meaning because of Christ. God sent Jesus, the word made flesh, to be God with us. And the Spirit rushing in on Pentecost shows us that the same Spirit who was with Jesus is now present with each of us. Because the Holy Spirit rested on each one gathered, we are able to meet God in each other as the body of Christ. We're able to dream dreams and share visions with each other. We're able to know the love and grace of God through each other. On Pentecost, all were gathered in one place. And sometimes, something holy happens because each of you are here. If we go to church to meet God and to meet people on Pentecost, those two reasons collide with the fireworks and tongues of fire that we get so that we can meet God in each other. So we come to church not because we have to. Nobody made you come this morning, except maybe if you're like four. We come to church not because it's the only place you can meet God or people, but because when we show up, God has a way of surprising us again and again with the love and grace that is shared through each other. And so we pull out the red pyramids and mark Pentecost as a special day in the church. But the truth is we can experience many Pentecosts all the time. We don't always know how to put words to it any more than they did at that first Pentecost. But I have seen the ways we meet God in each other when we gather here. Just in the past few months, I have witnessed Pentecost moments, moments when God showed up in interactions between some of you. 
I witnessed an older member walk a newborn baby in the narthex during church to give his mom a break and knowing that it was a blessing not just to that mom but, or to that baby, but to that man as well. I witnessed a couple whose uh, kids are grown sit next to young, some young kids who slurped their communion cup as noisily as humanly possible, and then those adults said it was the most distracting holy moment of the whole worship service. I witnessed a new widow receive a knowing look and a word of encouragement from a seasoned widow who knows the pain of grief. I've witnessed one of you start to weep as we sang Amazing Grace, and that emotion opened up the chance to hear about how God had shown up in her father's funeral years ago. I've witnessed two separate groups in the church feel their hearts drawn to respond to gun violence and begin to envision what a peaceable kingdom can look like. I've witnessed this whole room literally lean in as Psalm 23 was read in worship with the conviction of someone who knows the valley of the shadow of death and the promise that that psalm holds. The Holy Spirit is present in moments between each other with tongues of fire that enable us to speak the same language that tell those stories of God's deeds of power in our lives when we aren't even sure we have the words. Sometimes we come here for hundreds of normal Sundays and ordinary acts of community, just as those who gathered on Pentecost had done, not necessarily expecting anything new or holy. But because all had gathered together in one place, they were able to meet God in each other. We are able to meet God in each other. Because they were in Jerusalem, they shared God's deeds of power, and because you are here, you are charged to tell each other about the ways God is at work in your life. Because when you tell those stories, each in your own way, each in your native language, you might just discover that others are able to experience the blessing of God in you. Sometimes, maybe even this time, something holy will happen because you are here. May it be so.